You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer. And some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. All right, you guys. So we have so much to update you on from Paris to Thanksgiving to meeting Artem's parents for the first time. Wowzers. Plus this week, my husband is back to host a hilarious edition of everyone's favorite game show, Bella Bella Brains. All right, here we go.
Happy Wednesday, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Brie. And this is the Bella's Podcast. You guys, I am dying to tell you about Paris, Burgundy. About- all right, all right. Hey, it sounds like it's time for opening up. So let's pop that bottle. All right, Bella Army. So we are back with very full tummies, but we are opening up a beautiful bottle of Albert Pichot Chablis 2018. And we have to open up with Albert, you know, since we have so much French talk. That's right. And Thanksgiving talk. Yeah, we have we have a lot to talk about. And I have to say our last two weeks have been really crazy. I mean, so crazy. I was in France for 10 days. You were there for what? Five? I think five, yeah. Five days. I went straight from France to England to New York to Florida, finally made it back to Phoenix. And you had the worst travel. I know. So where do we start? I say let's... Let's start in Paris. Well, not Paris. Let's first start in a beautiful wine country that I have fallen in love with in France. Let's start with Burgundy. And actually, the town we were in was Bonn. Bonn, exactly. So... Bree and I just recently visited Bonne, France, in the Burgundy region. And if any of you ever get the opportunity to go to France and want to visit wine country, I highly suggest Burgundy, and I highly suggest visiting the town of Bonne. Bonne is so beautiful. So Bree and I, well, Bree wasn't there yet, but Artem and I um, were hosted by the family of Albert Bouchot. And if you guys haven't tried Albert Bouchot, head to a store near you. They make beautiful Chardonnays from Chablis, beautiful Pinot Noirs, as well as Rosés. But they were so hospitable. So every year there's this amazing auction called um, the Hospice. Okay, wait, I need to make sure I get this. Hospice de Bon. And the history of this auction is so incredible. So in the 1400s, the town of Bone, there was this gentleman that built the first hospital for the poor people because he was so upset always seeing the poor people just suffering and dying on the streets that he wanted to create a place where they can come and be taken care of or have a beautiful place for their last few days. And he didn't want to like cut any corners. So this, what I guess you would call like a castle that he built gorgeous. for them. It's just so amazing. So every year in the honor of that, they do this auction where all the vineyards and the wineries are in Burgundy. They donate a barrel and people from all over the world come and they bid on these barrels and 100% of the proceeds go to this hospital because it's still a working hospital and it goes to the town of Bones. So totally check it out. But your girl over here bid it on a barrel and won. I got myself a Volney barrel which Bree and I, we are going back and forth with the names because you can make your own label, you guys. So because my birthday was a few days after, or our birthday, I should say, I'm calling it Coco 36. That's perfect. Isn't that perfect? So I got a Volney barrel, but I suggest you guys, I fell in love with this town. As you guys have been seeing, I've been posting so many photos on my Instagram from it, but I fell in love. I fell in love with Albert Pichot, the family, the traditions, yeah, and I have to say our fashion was really on point. I mean, wait till I post my villain Disney pick. Honestly, you guys, I think I'd make an amazing villain on a Disney movie. Well, I think everyone, I mean, we love hearing about auction, but not everyone cares about all the wine snobby stuff. But I think everyone wants to hear, did you enjoy meeting Artem's parents? Oh my goodness, you guys. Okay, so I met Artem's parents. First of all, it was the first time Artem saw his parents in five years and his brother. 
So he was so nervous and excited and emotional. Then it started to make me feel all these things. But I'm not going to lie. I was really nervous. Like, what is it? Like, no matter what, however long you've been dating someone, you're always so nervous to meet the parents. It's normal. No, I know it's normal, but it's like, what is it, right? I think it's because we always want to give like an amazing first impression. So I think that's why we have these crazy nerves going into it. Um, And you care, right? I think if you didn't have nerves, it's like you really don't care about how you look in front of the family. So I was really nervous. Um, It was really cute because they all got really emotional when they saw each other and they cried. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is the cutest thing. But I met his parents. They don't know English. I don't know Russian. But somehow we made it work. Um, So Total Bellas, of course, caught all this. So you guys will be able to see the whole thing play out on Total Bellas um, next season when we come out. But um, I loved it. They are the sweetest people in the world. Artem looks so much like his dad. It's crazy. I see. I think he looked a lot like his mom. Really? The profile was identical. The nose Mm. and how the mouth was was crazy. (laughs) But his parents were really, really sweet. So sweet. And it's crazy when you're put in the situation where you have a language barrier and you're forced to communicate without speaking. Right. You realize actually how much talking you can do with your hands. Yeah. By pointing and expressions. And and I think, too, that's the thing, too, is you realize how facial expressions can say a thousand words without really speaking. Yeah, body and- language is everything. But overall, Artem's parents did say they liked me a lot, which is amazing. They loved my mom. Artem's mom told Artem that she just by looking at my mom and how my mom carries herself she could just tell she's such a strong woman that I thought was so cute and they obviously got a kick out of my brother he's He's so loud he's so loud and crazy but they were very entertained by him um and it was amazing and so after we all spent a few days in Burgundy um we went to Paris we went to Paris for our birthday it was actually funny because I really wanted to take a flight home to get back to Bertie and Brian but I was like I'm going to be 36. I should spend my birthday in Paris. And so it was fun. It was a little like, I think at first, not what we wanted. We took an early train. We're all a little exhausted. I was everything I wanted. I mean, you can never go wrong in Paris. And plus train rides. Like I love train rides because you get to see all the countryside and you get to see um, all the livestock and just the small little towns. But we started on a train from Bone to Paris. I loved it. Yeah, no, the train was beautiful. But I guess for me, I was kind of wanting to, like, we wanted to go do some art stuff, but the traffic was bad. And so it was kind of just walking around. And but walking around Paris is so amazing. No, it is. Especially this time of year. If any of you have not seen Paris during the holidays, oh my goodness, everyone just goes full out on holiday decor, on lights. Everyone's in beautiful coats and boots and it's just holiday spirit runs through that town. That's right. Um, But it was so fun because maybe it was like more of a birthday for me, but um, we stayed at one of my favorite hotels, Le Bistrol, um, which is right by the French president. It's on the main strip of where a lot of the most known fashion stores are as well as a lot of the flagships of the top designers from like Chanel's, Hermes, all those brands, Christian Dior. Um, And then we went and had a drink at the Ritz and oh, the Ritz Paris. It's just so gorgeous, so historic. There's so much history there. Um, Then we went to Le Maurice, which is one of another favorite spot of mine. And then we ended our night at Hotel Costes. Well, Brie and I, we actually did a Michelin three-star 
a Le Bistrol called Epicure. She forced me to do it. <laughs> I forced her. Poor Brie. I didn't want to, but I didn't want her to be alone for a birthday dinner, so <laughs> I joined her. You guys, we had sex in the city moments. I felt like my 36 was like Carrie Bradshaw, and I really loved it. It was. It was a nice dinner. I really wanted a more laid-back dinner. And I wanted to experience Paris differently than we have in the past because I feel like sometimes we go to Paris, we do the same things. But it was still really nice and um, it felt good. And I actually was lucky because when we flew back home, I had the easiest flight, easiest travel, and everyone else, it was like doomsday. Oh my gosh, it took me 24 hours to go from Paris to Naples, Florida, which is already tough, but I had to go Paris to London, bags got lost in London, London and JFK, get... One bag that didn't get lost, then right in traffic hour, go from JFK, take a cab ride to LaGuardia, LaGuardia at Fort Myers, and then drive Fort Myers to Naples. All took 24 hours. But did the last show of the USA Today Wine and Food Experience, which that tour was so fun seeing everyone from all over the U.S. And then I made my way back to Phoenix, but got so delayed in Charlotte. I made it back at 2.30 in the morning and then did a photo shoot all day Sunday. And then we got into Thanksgiving week. Which was my favorite because I hosted Thanksgiving this year. It's actually my second year in a row. And um, there's a lot of pressure when you're hosting because you want everything to be perfect. You want to make sure everyone's bellies are full, but they come in and they relax. Even though every single person who walked in was like, can I help? Can I help? And I'm like, please just go relax. And then they would kind of hover over and be like, can I help? Can I help? And I'm like, please go relax. But um, I felt like Thanksgiving went really good. Yeah, I think it went really well. Um, it was everyone, I have to say this Thanksgiving, their cooking was on point. Like everyone's cooking was on point, which caused us to eat a lot of food. Oh my goodness. Arda made a turkey. It was so good. JJ, our brother, um, smoked a turkey, which was so good. I loved having both options. Um, but yeah, the food, I made cheese rice. I was very proud. I do it I every do love year. the cheese rice. And I made sure to do vegetable broth for Brie and Brian, no chicken broth. But the um, cheese rice is actually one of the things I look forward to. Me too. And I, we save it every year only for Thanksgiving, and I'll do it for Christmas. Brian and I actually snuck some hot sauce to put on top. Well, when I saw Brian do it, I went to your fridge and grabbed it. The it's best. so yum. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then Brian's sister made this pumpkin cake that was to die for. By the way, can I just say how convenient it is to live next door to my sister now? We literally, you guys, kept walking back and forth to grab stuff, heat stuff up. It was like having two ovens in one house. Yeah, but, but until... My fridge got turned into the leftover fridge. That's right. As they were all cleaning, and I was just sipping Dom Perignon in the corner, they went and put all the leftovers in my fridge. I knew I should have locked my doors. I know. Well, to be honest, I didn't know that was going to happen. Everyone kind of thought you wanted them. But when I was leaving my sister's house, it was my third trip to go back to my house to bring hot food over. There's a fire truck in the front and six firemen. (laughs) And they're like, excuse me, ma'am. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, um, is there a fire? And I was like, I need to tell this, this is story. my sister's house. Can you go in and tell her? They're like, well, we can't go in through the garage. We have to go to the front door. I'm like, do you need me to be there with you? They're like, no, but are you okay? I'm like, I'm good. I know she's good, but she's inside. So this is what happened, everyone. I'm cooking for Thanksgiving, using my kitchen for the first time. And I had on display the cutest little cutting boards. 
So when I thought I turned on the oven, I don't know if anyone has that um, on top of your stove, you have that like silver thing in the middle. I don't even know what it's called, but you could turn it on and like cook pancakes on it or eggs or like a skillet almost. But Yeah, but it's like those built in. Well, that's what I turned on instead. So I'm kind of smelling smokiness, but then all of a sudden my fire alarms go off in the house, the smoke alarms, but overhead a woman says fire, fire. I'm like, what? I turn around, my cutting boards are in flames, but small enough flames where I could get it out with a towel, but they had flames. So then someone calls from the fire department, but I tell them like, don't worry, I put the fire out. So I'm literally in a red silk robe, my hair's dripping wet. And I'm, I'm all of a sudden like, okay, she got the alarms to stop. I have every door and window open. So I have the cutting boards outside because they were smoking so bad. So I'm stirring my rice and all of a sudden I hear a hello and it's a man's voice and I see Artem to my right. I'm like, gosh, this isn't some like my brother, but I guess it's my brother. All of a sudden, six firefighters walk in, but then they look at me and go, oh my gosh, is this a bad time? Because I'm in like a very sexy robe. Um, and I'm like, oh my goodness, no. And they're like, well, is there a fire? I'm like, well, I put it out. And they're like, oh, and then I felt so bad. It's Thanksgiving and like six firefighters just walked in. So I offered them wine, but they're like, well, no, we, we can't have wine. And I'm like, oh, is there, is there anything else I can get you? And they're like, no, you just enjoy your Thanksgiving. Happy. There's no fire. I thought you told ADT when they called that there was no fire. I wonder why they came. Then Nicole, I will say, I heard an ambulance and I go, oh, please tell me that's not coming here. Well, you know what? In that sexy robe and offering some wine, why not? Trying to make people's Thanksgiving. Put them in the holiday spirit. Well, the one thing I have to say is we had an amazing Thanksgiving, but last night we kind of kicked um, Christmas season off. And it was really fun because we went to the Princess Hotel and just got to do all the fun holiday um, activities like ice slides and going on a train to see lights and ice skating and roasting marshmallows and Last night, my cousins and I were all sitting there and we're like, you know what? Officially, Thanksgiving is over and now it's time to look forward to the new holiday, which is only here in a couple weeks, Christmas. Right? And you know what? It's December. And I know a lot of us know what December means, but I want to give everyone the true meaning of December. And that's ending one year with the promise of a new beginning. And Bree and I, you know how we love our challenges and we notice on social media that a lot of you loved our grateful challenge we did in November. So with the holiday spirit being here, December being here, winter officially being here, and an ending of a year and a new beginning coming, Brie and I want to do a new challenge where you guys are all going to journal with the Bellas. So we want to challenge everyone, if you don't already have a journal, go out and buy just a little notebook or make one of your own. But we want you to journal every day of a good memory of 2019 and something that you want to look forward to or a goal you want to set for 2020. That's right. Because Brian and I were talking about this yesterday. And we were saying sometimes when it becomes New Year's Eve, everyone's like, okay, what are my goals for 2020 and the things I'm going to change or do? But really, it's hard to kind of decide all that in hours. So we said every week in December to kind of slowly think like, what is it that you want to see happen for yourself? Um, whether it's in your career or your physical or mental What do you want to see in 2020? And so to start thinking about that. Yeah. And so it's December 4th. So we were already three days late. So when you guys go get your journals today, you need to jot down four memories, four goals, because we challenge you guys to do this every day. And we're going to hold you accountable every week. And you know what? Own your stories and share it. We always promote that. 
And let's do that on social media too. Let's all be in this together. Let's hold each other accountable and let's support each other because I know setting my goals every year, I'm so lucky to have a twin sister, even though we are so different. Yes. But we help each other with our goals. We remind each other of that. So let's do that here on the Bellas Podcast. Let's be a team. Let's support each other. So go get those journals today and let's start to reflect, but yet inspire for the future. I love that, sister. Well, my goal is to kick your butt because up next is Matchup of the Week. But first, a quick break. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I'm totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be a bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one, one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having... A company really care about the ingredients inside it. That's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order 
plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. That is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. All right. Each week we pick a topic to debate and then we'll leave it up to our listeners to vote on Instagram who won the debate. That is right. And the debate this week is traveling for the holidays versus staying at home. And I must say, I'm all about staying home. And I'm about getting your traveling on. Ugh, (laughs) no way. All right. If you're new to our podcast, the rules of our debate are we each have 30 seconds to make an opening statement for our side of the issue, then two minutes for a final arguments free for all. All right, Nicole, who's going first? I mean, it sounds like you're dying to go first. I feel like I should go first. All right, well, set the clock. Go. All right, so the one thing I think about the holiday season, it's supposed to be stress-free or you're trying to make it as stress-free as possible because it's supposed to be a time about fun and happiness and laughter. And the one thing that always adds stress and I feel like takes a lot from your bank is traveling. It's always so expensive. It's always delays, weather, all these issues. I think it takes away from actually how fun the holidays can be. So I feel that if you are going to do anything for the holidays, it should be at home. There's so many fun things to do locally. You can do staycations if you feel like you need to get out of your home. But there's nothing like being home for the holidays. You went 10 seconds over. Well, you're in charge of the clock, so. All right, my turn. Ready? Go. All right, here's the pros of traveling. One, it's when people actually get vacation time. So people who work hard all year long need to go experience a place. And how fun would it be to experience other cultures and what they do for the holidays? On top of it, instead of buying each other gifts, you spend money on traveling. And why not get in a bikini instead of fight the snow at home? And you get to see so many new places. And you get to have a vacation like a boss. And that's what people deserve who work so hard. Instead of taking two weeks off at home, go to Take two weeks off somewhere that you deserve. Time's up. Whatever. I I should have gotten 10 seconds. Nope. Whatever. All right. I'm going to put two minutes up. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Okay. So I think another pro is when you travel for the holidays is that you're distracted from difficult times that you may be at home. That's no stuff way. you're fighting through. No, we've talked about this. I know I before. Definitely, travel brings difficult times. Not always. Um, what was your flight like last week? It from, wasn't even Thanksgiving yet. 
but it was still holiday travel. Yeah, but when you get there, it's just like you're lost in another place. And I feel like it's truly, that is the gift of the holidays. That's what you get. It's truly rewarding. My thing is there's no better gift than getting your little duffel bag together and just either going to a family member's house or the hotel down the street. Don't have to deal with airports, security lines. I mean, security lines are crazy. Take Brian, a car. Literally, don't Brian, have to always travel in a. We on had a plane. to take his family to the airport three hours before their departure time because the security lines were so long. Okay, you but kids. you can drive somewhere, get an RV, and even if you do fly, so what? Make the airport fun. Because so you have to be I'm there. a mom. Let me tell you something. Everyone about traveling drink. with kids. It is miserable. Kids are always screaming, crying. They're overtired. It's not fun. You are generalizing big time. I am just first saying, of all. You're, you see a lot of families travel. It's really tough. Then you see spouses start to but argue you because everyone's of stressed. a lifetime. Do you? Let's not look at the negative here, you guys. Let's look at the positive of what it is to travel. Wouldn't it be so cool one time to experience what Christmas is like in Aspen or in the South or in the on the East Coast? Or you know what? How do the Australians do it? Or how do the Asians do it? Or how do they do it over in England or in Russia. I would love to know all these things. I think it would be I, so amazing to experience it. I'm all about tradition. And I think there's nothing better than waking up in your own home for Christmas morning. And I can't wait to see Bird run out to see Santa Broder. You like, could bring to me, Santa there's something anywhere. very special about that. And I feel like being home for the holidays makes it feel like the holidays. And I think and you time is up. Oh, Thank you can't you. end on a mic drop. Yeah. You're so lame. Oh, mic yeah. drop. Whatever. All right, you guys, so we're going to post a poll on our IG stories for you to vote, and we'll reveal the winner in next week's episode, so make sure to vote for me. Stay oh. in. No, make sure to vote for me. You all want to be in bikinis. <laughs> Whatever, but guess what? Now it's time for Kalaruma. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. Oh, Nasal congestion. Holiday colds. <laughs> All right, everyone, if there are nasty rumors out there, we're going to kill them in a segment we like to call Kill a Rumor. Oh, wow. You know? Well, I know, Brie. The All right. holiday cold kill a rumor. Seriously. Okay, so there have been some rumors the past few days and some headlines that my family and myself have made. And you know what? I get sick of talking about my ex and I, just like you all probably get sick of hearing it. But there have been headlines that I really just want to talk about that says Nikki Bella's family was relieved by her breakup with John Cena. Their relationship was not meant to be. And Nikki Bella is blessed for not marrying John Cena, says a family member. So this whole family member has been going around. And I responded to someone on Instagram and it's made me want to talk about it today because let me tell you guys all something about the media. If there are no quotations and someone's name behind it, it's 100% false. They're trying to get clicks on their site. They're trying to get people to repost, people to talk about it. This couldn't be more false. One, they all love John. They all wish we worked out. Well, this is my thing is where do they even, why, how did that even come up? And like, I where don't do even they, know how that came up. And I always feel like when I see the mags or all of that and they're like, source from the family. I always feel like, no, there's no source. They have to realize that just like we all stress out about trying to get an Instagram photo up for the day because we're like, oh, no, our impressions are going to go down and we're screwing up the algorithm. Websites have to do the same. They have to constantly have stories so people go there so they make money off of advertisers. Hey, it's the business of the internet. 
And so when I started to see Bella Army members actually posting that, like, I can't believe a family member would say that. It's like, no, none of my family members would ever say Everyone that. Everyone loves John. Everyone, Everyone still loves John. Yes. I feel like actually our family was very upset um, when they broke up. A lot of my family is still sad about it. So it's just crazy. It's crazy. And no, I, I don't feel blessed about the situation. No one feels blessed or happy. So please, everyone, for the future, just know um, if there's no quotation marks in these headlines or on what they're saying, people saying, if there's no quotes with someone's name behind it, it means no one said it. And that goes for any celebrity person, whoever it may be out there. Just know that if it says a source or just says a family member, more than likely it's extremely untrue. Ooh, this was kind of like your ghost of the Christmas past. It was. Yeah. Scrooge. <laughs> Headlines, you guys. Not my ex because I don't want to start another rumor. I adore him. So anyways, Brie, if you could tell us. I am karate chopping this rumor. And this rumor is officially killed. All right, you guys. Now it's time for Dear Bellas. Welcome back to our new segment, Dear Bellas, where we give Bella-style advice to our listeners. Because who needs Abby when you have two Bellas? That's right. And here's today's question. Hey, Bellas. Love you guys. I had a question regarding your Latina heritage. Did you ever feel like you were not empowered to share that you were Latina? And how did you make sure that you were able to represent your heritage without feeling like you'd have any backlash or repercussions? Thanks, Stacy from Los Angeles. Awesome question, Stacy from LA. That was a really great question. You know, I really love this question because there's something Nicole and I always get because, you know, we're half Latina. Um, our dad is Mexican. And some people are like geez, like you're not even full Mexican. And it's like, yeah, but I'm half. It's part of me. And so I'm proud to show it. Right. You know I mean? And, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm just like what you're asking, Stacey. Did we ever feel like we couldn't showcase that? I never felt like I, sh I couldn't showcase that. But I guess, you know, when you're Mexican-American and we're Italian-American and when we have so many different amazing cultures that are a part of us or that are our roots – it's just you showcase it at different times. When Brie and I first started the WWE, we wanted to make sure that we really showcased who we were as Latinas and who we are as Latinas. We wore the flower in our hair and the ruffles. And then we called ourselves the Bella Twins to bring in the Italian side. And we truly wanted to represent that Mexican-Italian. And I think then... We both individually, Brie and I, became the evil Bella twins in the ring. And your persona and your characters change. And then I became who I was as a soccer player and sporting Nikki Bella. And Brie became this, what would you call it, Brie? Grungy. I brought the 90s out. <laughs> and so I think it was never that I was afraid to showcase being Latina. Is There's so much that makes up who I am, who makes up Nikki Bella, who makes up Stephanie Nicole Garcia Colas. And I constantly want to showcase that. You know, the one thing I have to say, what Brie brings up is recently we did in a beautiful, amazing Latina campaign with Ulta, Telemundo, the E! Network, NBC Universal. And it was so amazing because we got to inspire, motivate Latina women to share their story and to own it because it is tough for a Latina woman. And we know the struggle and we wanted them to speak about it. 
And when I posted on my social media, it was crazy. Some of the people, not was very few people that responded, but that are like, oh, now it's convenient for you to be a Latina and talked about all these things. And I was, I was kind of shocked because yeah. I'm like, I've always since day one, I've been so proud to be a Mexican. And I love seeing my dad live in Mexico and how he embraces his culture and his family. And it's something that I've always loved and appreciated. It doesn't mean I have to tweet about it every day. Right. It's like, no, it's just convenient being me. And that's what you just have to remember (laughs) is like, you just be you. And there's going to be half of the world who will love you and the other half who won't. But that's okay. You don't need the other half. Nicole and I always told ourselves, especially when we did reality television, we're like, okay. Half of the people are going to love us. Half of the people are going to hate us. But that's okay. Because we're not meant to be for everyone. Right. And you know, I have to say that I've actually have always felt very blessed being a Latina. I felt very cool that I was always half Latina because we get to be extra spicy and we get to be sexy and it's okay because we're Latina. And I feel like we at a young age got to embrace this curve and matured so early in it. I was just like... Whoa, being a Latin is amazing. And when I looked at women like Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, what Selena was like, like we have so many amazing role models mm-hmm. that help us embrace what it is to be Latina. And not to mention, I mean, let's just talk about it. What all the men say about Latinas. Oh, geez. They, they say love it, them. They say it about so every Stacey, ethnicity. be proud, live it, and don't let anyone bring you down. Be proud to be a Latina. Talk about it as much as you want. And know that we are so proud to be Latinas too. That's right, Stacey. All right, you guys, if you want a chance to ask us anything from relationships to business life to mom life or whatever else you want advice on, give us a call at 833-Q-BELLAS. All right, everyone. Now it's time for Bella Brains. As always, Bella Brains is hosted by my husband, WWE superstar, Daniel Bryan. Thank you, Brie. Always glad to be back for another edition of Bella Brains, the hilarious weekly game show hosted by yours truly, where one twin leaves the room while I ask the other some questions, and we keep score to see who has the stronger Bella Brain. So we're keeping track of who wins each week, and the first one to five wins gets a bottle of Dom paid for by the loser. The current score is two to one. And who's up? My sister's in the lead. Yes! Will Brie get one step closer to winning that bottle of Dom, or will Nicole even it up? Let's find out. It's time for Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. All right, who's leaving the room first? I'm going to go because I have to use the restroom. Do you see that, Nicole? That's called honesty. Oh, she doesn't have to poop. (laughs) I'm just going to... Visualize she's just going number one. All right. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. For this week's Bella Brains, I'm going to ask you questions about dun, 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 sports. This should be right up Whoa. your alley. Oh, no. I've been bad. What do you mean you've been bad? I just I haven't been watching football lately. I've been too busy. If it makes you feel any better, I'm not asking you any questions about football. Yes. Question number one. And you only get one guess. Oh, no. For this one. How many events are in a decathlon? Ten. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Second question. In baseball, 
Which team gets the advantage of batting first? Home team? <laughs> Away team? I mean, you only get one <laughs> one guess on that one, too. Dang it. <laughs> I mean, I guess that would make sense. I mean, you're supposed to be hospitable. Yeah. So, uh, last question. Okay. This one, you will get three guesses. What sport uses a net, a racket, and a shuttlecock? Shoot, a shuttlecock. What's it called? Oh, my gosh, with the horses. With the horses? Um, they played a lot in England, so that might not be it. Well, I mean, I'm interested in this I'm, game that has I horses. I can't even – it's like I could picture people playing right now. And I can't even think of the name. Like, I have such a brain fart. It's insane. Usually you're just farting. Oh, my gosh. He's the worst. <laughs> um, Brian, why can't I think of the name right now? I'm, know. like, drawing a blank. It's, um, oh, my gosh. Field hockey? <clears throat> no. Um, That's one. Two guesses left. Oh, my gosh. It's going to kill me because I'm, like, I can imagine the people doing it in my head. So they have a net, a racket. And a shuttlecock. Not tennis. Nope. Eh, that's guess number two. Last guess. Oh my gosh, it's probably totally the one I'm thinking of. What's that one with the little birdies? <laughs> oh, I wish I could think of what Prince Henry plays. <laughs> mm, shoot. What's the first sport that comes to mind when you think of shuttlecock? The one with the horses. No? I mean, I'm not, I can't. Give you a hint one way or the other. You have one guess left. Um, ping pong. <laughs> Were you thinking of polo? Yes, polo. Polo is also not the answer. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking of polo. What is no, it? It's badminton. Bad. Okay. Badminton has the birdies, right? So they're called shuttlecocks. Oh, so that's what I was thinking with the little. They're red with the. Um, They've got the like the little. The Flume. little, yes. Flume on the end. That was the other one I was thinking of, and I couldn't. That's why I said the birdies. Oh, yeah. man. So yeah. I got one, right? I, yeah. I, I picked that question specifically because I just wanted to say shuttlecock, shuttlecock I love that. <laughs> I keep thinking of when I met Artem's parents in that cock-along word that kept coming up. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. They have a cock-along word in Russian <laughs> dictionary. It's great. Okay, let me grab Brie. Okay. All right, I'm back. You're back. Are you ready? I'm always ready, sweet face. Okay. For this edition of Bella Brains. Adesha. Edition of Bella Brains. I'm going to ask you questions about sports. Yes. Yeah. Right up your alley, right? Right up it. Okay. First question. You only get one guess. How many events are in a decathlon? What? How many events are in a decathlon? Decathlon. <laughs> Is that where they like do the baton pass? I can't tell you what it what a decathlon. Yeah, that's cheating. Is. So don't look at him. Just guess. <laughs> How many events are in a decathlon? Four. <laughs> Ten. Um, I thought I'd get three guesses. No, no he guess. just said you got one guess. Dang it. <laughs> Second question: In baseball, which team gets the advantage of batting first? Visitors. Ding, 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 Damn ding, ding, ding. it. It's called courtesy. I know, and I wasn't thinking courtesy. Okay. Final question. You get three guesses. What sport 
uses a net, a racket, and a shuttlecock. A shuttlecock? A shuttlecock. So a net. A racket. A racket. And a shuttlecock. And I get three guesses? You get three guesses. Racquetball? (laughs) Tennis? Oh, my God. One guess left. Badminton? What? You mother effing badminton. Wow. You beat me. I liked badminton. Is the shuttlecock the thing that you hit? The birdie. I thought it was a birdie. That is not a birdie. But they do call it a birdie, too. It's a shuttlecock, A shuttlecock, but I think people didn't like saying shuttlecock, so they call it a birdie. That's not a birdie. No, they do, too, call it a birdie. I couldn't think of the word badminton. I was like, the birdie, the thing. No, she thought it was polo. Well, first, I thought... Field hockey, polo, and badminton, those are the three. But then I guess tennis like you and racquetball, I think I said. I love when people say they wanted to guess it, but they didn't. (laughs) She says this is a winner. I won. Victory by shuttlecock. That's right. Oh, my gosh. That brings the current score to three to one with Bree in the lead. I'll be back next week for another edition of Bella Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. Thank you, Brian, for hosting another edition of Bella Brains. Uh, I can't believe I lost again. Shuttlecock. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, now it's time for Bella Army Q&A. As always, tweet at Bella Twins with the hashtag Bella's Podcast, and we might pick your question to answer on the show. This week, we're answering a tweet from at Tizano underscore Scotia. Sorry if I killed that. You did. All right. So the question is, what role would you like to play in the cinema? Hashtag Bella's podcast. Ooh, that's a fun question. I know what you're going to say, Nicole. A villain. I want to be a villain either on like a comic book movie, like DC or something, or or a Marvel movie would be amazing, or I would love to be a villain for a Disney movie. That would be so amazing. Because you're so natural at it. It's so good for you. (laughs) And I feel like it'd be fun to be in like one of Tim Burton's movies. I think oh, his, yeah. he has these outrageous characters and the costumes are really cool. And I think that would be so fun to get in like something real out there and nuts. Yeah. And just... now, don't get me wrong. I would love to be Wonder Woman. I mean, that's such an iconic, amazing taken. role. But that's taken. So I would love to fight Wonder Woman. Um, but yeah, or even be some badass I don't know, cop or bounty hunter or something like that. What's the one that Angelina Jolie played? Laura Croft. Like to play some really massive video game character and bring it to life. There's some video game character I need to get the name for that everyone keeps tagging me in. Oh, really? We look very similar and she wears something very Nikki Bella-esque. I wonder if it's like Warcraft. I think so. Really? Yeah. Wow. I know. All right, you guys. Well, that's it for this week's Bella Army Q&A. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes, thank you, everyone. And I hope you all loved hearing the update on the Bellas on our past few weeks. And please join us in our journaling this month for reflection and inspiration for the future. That's right. Hello, 2020. And vote for the winner of this week's Matchup of the Week on Instagram. Tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bellas Podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our new segment, 
Dear Bellas. And please show us some love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting the subscribe button. And special thanks to my hubby for being a great Bella Brains host. Until next week, remember to stay fearless. And you always go Brie mode if you drink along with us. See you next Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, Bye-bye.